life of a long-term multitasker. This is the Casually Profound series, where conversations create deeper connections with others and yourself, where every interaction is an opportunity to laugh, think, and feel fully, where magical moments happen spontaneously and abundantly. This series has discussions that transcend the surface level of what people do or who they are in the outer world. It aims to normalize thinking. I hope for all those engaged in this discussion, including myself, the guest, and especially you, the active listener, we stop and ponder on the ultimate question, who am I really? All while enjoying every second of it, of course. All right, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Size Eyes and the Casually Profound series. My conversation partner today is Katie McKeever. Um, we met a few months ago through a mutual community, a mutual squad um, event and network that's in the Charlotte and now national community. And we have uh, an overlap of marketing interests uh, with, our, with our backgrounds um, and expertise, especially in Katie's case. And so um, it's been amazing to start getting to know her and would love to increase to get to know her over the, over the course of this conversation as well as in the future. So just wanted to say thank you for uh, being on the show. I am thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. It's super exciting. Likewise, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd love to start off with something um, I've been grateful for uh, recently, you know, last day, last week, whatever comes to your mind as well, and then um, we'll go from there. Uh, so for me, um, something I've been grateful for is the ability to go deeper into things, let's say like, you know, whether it's like deep work or whether it's in a specific field or industry, just having the ability to have expertise in, um, in what I'm doing, whether it's at work, um, outside of work with my coaching business or um, just like with relationships and family and friendships, um, just starting to go have a more deeper life, uh, the one that resonates uh, with me rather than um, more surface level types of things. And so I've been going there and experiencing that and I've been grateful for those experiences and I know that's going like, to help, help shape me going forward as well. Um, so that's kind of what I've been grateful for for you know, the last, um, last one, two months and longer than that. How about yourself? I love that. That's super powerful and empowering. I, I know that feeling of like, it sounds like at least to me, it's, it's this, it's this, I did this or I'm going, like I'm building, I'm, I'm, I'm expanding, I'm going to, yeah, I, I feel that for you. That, that like power, that like ability to make that for yourself. That's super, super fun. Uh, for me, we were talking about this when I, you know, when we first met up here to record this, but it's super granular of every day I wake up and I write in my journal um, moments of gratitude and that's how I start my day and they're always from, and I, I took this prompt a couple years ago and it's been really powerful to me, it, I took this prompt of things that have happened in the last like, 24 hours or like recent like tangible things, not just like your house or I'm, you know, right. I'm, I'm 
grateful for my health, or you know, like what happened last day. That was so for me. Uh, it was just a cute moment where you know it's Thanksgiving season and you know holidays and uh, you know this perfect, perfect topic gratitude. You know around this time of I went to my daughter's, my nine-year-old. She's in third grade. Her school fall party and they only one parent can come and you you know her my husband and her dad she chose me and and my other daughter chose my husband to go to hers which is today so it was just fun to be able to you know be that she was happy you know walking through the door into the into the third grade classroom and seeing her with her friends and you know her being excited to have me there and I'm not it's not she's not to the age of like Oh, there's mom, or like <laughs> she's annoying, or whatever. She she likes to be around me and hang out. And it's super fun, and yeah. So we, we just made this cute little Thanksgiving craft, and ate some snacks and goodies, and just hung out, and it was just super fun. That's awesome. Just you know, spending time with family, especially nearing Thanksgiving, which is a especially you know pertinent holiday. Um, now with, uh, with what we were saying with gratitude, but then also the holiday times in general with November, December, and spending time with family at, at home, at school, in whatever context. And so I love that. I love that. It, so I guess right now, so we'll go into, with this attitude of gratitude, we'll go into a quick little visualization. I'm um, just imagining an amazing conversation, and then we'll kick it off from there. I love this. I'm super excited about this conversation. I don't know the last time I did something. So, yes, awesome. lead us. Yeah. All right, we can close our eyes. And st start taking some deep breaths. Just calming down the breath. Calming down our heart rate, calming down our mind, and feeling totally at ease physically, mentally, and emotionally, fully relaxed. from the top of our head, through our shoulders, through our torso, through our legs, all the way down to our toes, fully relaxed, grounded and centered. And from this place, Let's imagine a powerful conversation, one full of insights, wonder, and a casually profound conversation that we get to share here together today and with anyone else who is listening and that we want to share it with as well.
just soak in this feeling of of an amazing conversation for just a quick second here. And when we're ready, we can come back to Panera here in Ballantyne. <laughs> yeah. How did that feel? Amazing. Um, I casually profound. I love that. Mm. Casually profound. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I resonate with that. Um, I really like that. I think. I think what I've identified about myself is wanting to. Be more casual. I think in the in the walking away from corporate and being in that world and wanting to be more casual because I feel like that's where you get to the good stuff. Mm. You get to the to the kind of more real. I, just, I struggle with vulnerability. Vulnerable is such a, like a buzzword, but yeah, like that's where that can kind of break through. I feel like so. How did you come out? I like it. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, so from that space, I want to kind of kick it off. You already kind of uh, started talking about it, but uh, first question is, who do others think Katie McKeever is? Ooh, <laughs> holy smokes. You're having a yeah. punch. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Well, and these, this, this question was not prepared ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what we want. This is, uh, like you said, casual. Casual yes. conversation. Who do people think I am? Um, well, <laughs> I, I go back to a, a conversation with my therapist yesterday. Uh, but I think I'm getting to a space of where I want to show more of who I am and be in, in a more, yeah, in a more casually profound way or a more real way. And I think I feel like I've had to layer up and put on a, a lot of identities throughout career and life. Um, so, I don't like this. The most stalling and around the way answer to, to get to an answer. I think, I think people uh, think I am an extrovert, which would be true. Uh, a people person, at least I hope, because that's absolutely true. Uh, I think they they have warm, um, in, you know, they engage with me in warm ways. I think I have engaging warm, you know, ways with people. I all I, I I think they people look at me as a as a you know a. a Good, kind person, I hope. Um, yeah, it's it's more of a kind of general good, I hope. I don't know if you can ever be true with how people really receive you. Well, that's what I want. That's what I want. Uh, I have, you know. I don't know why the first word. I have data, quote unquote. I'm putting out my quote marks of uh, that. That's true. If you can tell me that that they're, you know, they like hanging out with me and um, that I that I help people. Um, yeah, that's where I land. Yeah.
That's awesome. Is one of the things that you mentioned there was the uh, that you've had lots of identities throughout, let's say, your career or just in life in general. What would be some of those identities that you've had throughout your life? I think um, just kind of. I think going and I think. No, I I'm working through that. Just to be honest. Yeah. Um, I I feel like I've had to you know kind of mold and shape um, into things, especially when it comes to business or jobs or that's where it really resonates or that's where it really connects with me of like I have to fit into things and now in my life it's a kind of it's a shedding of that it's a it's a becoming in my own feeling strong enough and empowered enough to step into my own and I mean it's 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 been illustrated by me, you know, building this business that I've built and you know, leaving a, a corporate security blanket and doing the thing um, and doing entrepreneurship on its own. Uh, so I think I think it's just been this feeling and this power of that I can do things and I don't have to be certain ways and my way and my ideas and my creativity and my voice is just as important as anybody else's um, and I can stand in that fully um, and that's that's so many voices and thoughts and other people in my ear, which we all do to a degree, but I think it really kept me feeling like I couldn't fully be myself, or, and I'm, I mean, it's still, still an ongoing process, it's still a, I don't know if you ever truly get there, but it's the realization, it's the, it's the opening of my eyes at that 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 was a thing I was suppressing, kind of this, this truer self, whatever that means. I'm trying to figure it out. And getting to a place where I can be my unique self and help people in my unique way, because I, because that's my whole, like, Emma, is helping people do that for themselves, too, because I, that's, what, that's what I truly do, so... There's so many of us on this earth because so many of us on this earth are needed for whatever role, for whatever job, for whatever gift, for whatever service. And we need this many people collectively to do the thing, whatever the freaking thing is. And so I, my one little life, my one little role, my one little thing on this earth is to be that unique individual and help people in that unique individual way. Uh, and, and to hopefully pull that out of other people too, that they can do it their way, they can help people in the way that they're meant to help people, and I think it just kind of lifts everybody up, I and mean, that's, that's what I want to do, 
Um, that's that's the journey I've been through. That's the journey I'm on, and that's the journey I feel like I'm most designed to help with. Um, so that's kind of my calling right now. Yeah. Which or like, how has you alluded to it? How is your business starting the business? I guess if you want to give a little bit of background for anyone listening about um, starting your business and then how that has helped you kind of mold and shape your identities or how that's helped you just generally um, connect and be more of that real self um, in your life. Mm -hmm. It is. It is connect. It is connection. It is. Uh, so yeah, to make a backstory a little bit is. Uh, you know, or right now, uh, you know, I have my own business, and I do things, but I'll lead into that. So it's it's all rooted around social media. Um, that is, I I think people, I don't know, I could be wrong, but it's almost it's almost surfing. Like I I it's like I've, I've talked about these deep things. You know, you started off with like. Yeah gratitude of like going deeper in your life like we've talked about these deep things like off the top and then I say social media and it sounds so like surface and like what social media it, you know, it sounds very very kind of uh, very kind of like yeah not warm not like but what social media is to me is a connection point is people is resonating and, and reaching and finding and helping and that's so that's where I come to social media from so my background is you know whole college thing and have an English undergrad and graduate degree and then worked into multiple different jobs and careers and the common thread among almost all of them were media and and dissemination of information or being in like this communication space and and marketing too but more of like a messaging, communication, people, words, like finding ways to connect with people in, in the way we communicate. Uh, and so, you know, I've, I've worked as an editor, I've worked in, you know, print and, and news and radio and, uh, you know, all, every form of media. And then, I guess about 12 years ago at this point, I was in a commercial real estate consulting firm in a marketing role, and Facebook started offering business pages to companies. And that was the first time it, the opportunity for brands to represent themselves on social media came around. So I was in this role, and I was like, hey, this is cool. I mean, maybe, I don't know, I'll try this. I started the company's business page on Facebook, and it was cool. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like hitting a lot of things. Hitting people at scale. It's telling a message. It's, it's marketing. It's communications. It's dissemination of information. And so I was like, ooh, I like this. It's connecting me with people when I can. I'm not there in person with people. I like being around people in person too. So let me go find other people who are doing this too. Because I'm like, is this a thing? Like people do this? And this is... So I started uh, looking around in Charlotte, you know, we're in Charlotte, North Carolina, it's not, it, you know, back then, there weren't, social media wasn't really, it wasn't a job title at all. It was incorporated into some people's roles, but it wasn't like that 
well-known and popular, so there was a group in Charlotte, networking group, Social Media Charlotte at the time, which still exists, but it had like over a thousand members, and I started going to meetings, and it, it wasn't like such an established thing when I started going to meetings, but started getting around other people who were doing this, it's like, oh, I freaking love this, and it's just the journey of, which a lot of people go on, of finding something that they like, and be like, huh, that's, that's part of something that me, I, I don't know, I want to go explore that more, and it's just the testing, finding, exploring, like, what is this for me, or like, what do you know, what am I uncovering here about myself, and, and so that's what I started doing, I'm like, why do I like this, what is this, and so I got around other people who were doing it, I'm like, oh, I like these people too, like, they're talking like me, they think like me, and, and they, like, are, yeah, doing things that I want to do, and, you know, eventually built in the, to the goal of wanting to have my job title, have social media in the job title, I was like, oh, that would be the ultimate, because I'm really gravitating, and so, uh, yeah, I, like, built into, like, co-chairing the Social Media Charlotte group, and, like, leading, you know, monthly meetings, and, like, got, built this reputation of, like, a per social media person in this, this area, and, like, you know, I built connections, and, and and reputation and established, you know, I was a go-to, and, and so I just kept that momentum, so I've just kept building on that and, and sharing my expertise, so I built into a role of, you know, social media manager inside a local broadcast news station here in, in Charlotte, um, you know, I was in the newsroom, like, pumping out content every day, all day, and then built into a, a very parallel role of social media manager at a large healthcare organization here in, in Charlotte. I was there for four years, and then at the beginning of 2022, this year, stepped out on my own. I was building, you know, my side business of doing this as a consultant, as a manager, as a social media, you know, expert. I started building that as a side hustle while I was in, uh, you know, corporate role. Stepped out on my own, beginning of like the top of that top of the year, and it's been a journey ever since. I mean, it's still a journey. Uh, it's 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 incredible, and just like you, like that power of like going deeper, doing things like that that means something to you. So that you know, I'm just so proud of myself for even doing that. Like the the like the coming to terms and and like just knowing that this is a possibility for myself and that um, that I can do this. And so anyway, but, so that's where I am now, is that I have my own business where I'm a social media consultant, I, uh, you know, I, I do some social media management, and, and, and what, where I come into it is from a space of wanting to empower people, whether that's personal brands, brands, um, you know, companies, and wanting to empower them to use these tools, these are free tools, to use these tools to connect with their people, to connect with the people, to connect um, with their message, to share about themselves. But what, but what I really love about this is, is helping people use these tools to share their voice. So I love working with people who are kind of service-based entrepreneurs or people who are personal brands and helping them kind of understand that this this is these tools are so powerful and you can be they can be used in a way yes like we know all the negative stuff around them we know like all the you know all the bad and the yucky and the weird 
But if you can kind of, if you can work with somebody, if you can work with somebody, if you can get to a place where you can use these tools, they can be major for yourself. And they can really get you to a place where you can talk about your expertise, you can share things about yourself, your services, your brand, you know, your mission, your values, and find the people that you're here to help. And so that brings it back to, like, me using my unique gifts, which are rooted in, yes, social media, but rooted in, you know, knowing how to, like, put together a message that people, like, actually want to listen to and actually want to grab onto and engage with so you know or learning how to put out content that, that speaks to people in a way and and that, so that's my unique you know from a communications background from a from an understanding you know people at scale like a general consumer because that's where I've been like all these media roles or all these like just talking to people at scale and that's what I've learned and become an expert in, is, is knowing kind of what resonates with people and how to put that online, put your expertise online, put your brand's expertise online, and hit, hit the people you're meant to hit. And, you know, share your unique gifts. So that's my unique gift, is, um, is helping people do that. And, and I think it's... it's uh, anyway, so I'm still working through kind of you know, building people to a place where they get to a point where they want to. Because what I what I find is people come to me, uh, oh, Katie, I'm, I'm scared to put things out on social media, or I'm scared to talk about what I do, or I'm scared to talk about myself, or I'm fearful of what will happen, or... Um, or, or marketing, I don't know what to do, I don't know where to start, I don't know how, I'm scary, it's weird, it's like, but it's it's how you, it's how you serve people, it's, 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 it's either you're going door to door, or you're going to networking groups, but it's all that coupled with, yeah, let's get it online too, like, let's find people where you can tell your heart, and you can tell your service, and you can tell your mission, and you can, you can come from a place of, of wanting to help people, which you already do probably in person as a you know as a person who has a business or as a person who who's out here you know even entrepreneurs at companies like all of these kind of people like they have a voice so let's like put it in a place where you can reach as many people as possible so that's that's where I'm that's where I'm really I think uniquely positioned uh, and that's what I love is is getting people kind of over that hump of. I don't know what, I don't know where, I don't know how, I'm scared, um, it, what, what, you know, this is a new muscle to use, uh, and, and let's, let's get you there. Yeah, that's, yeah, it, it was awesome hearing that answer, it was just like going through the story of how you started, how it's impacted others, how it's impacted you, from a personal standpoint, I guess a lot of people do use social media from a personal standpoint rather than, or in addition to maybe a business standpoint, if they're in the marketing field or some position, to use social media from a business standpoint. Working in that field, how has, how do you kind of compartmentalize or not, um, how do you kind of 
um, balance the personal side and the business side of using something like social media. It really, I mean, this comes into like, you know, this gets into like kind of all the strategy and tactical, you know, but, but really it's, it's just, it's goals. Like it's, it's, it's what, what do you want to do? So I, you know, I, I resonate with people who, who, uh, the calls I get on or the calls, and the calls I have with people who are, Katie, I want to do this. I just don't know how, I don't know how my people at my job are going to look at me, or people at, like, my boss is going to look at me, or I don't know how my people are going to look at me as I'm putting out, like, information, or putting out about something I do, or something I know about, and it's, um, and if that is like a thing in somebody's heart that they want to talk about something, or they want to get, you know, get, they, they felt like they've been in this place of like not using tools or not using platforms that they see other people using because they don't know how or they're fearful of how they're going to be looked at, then, then let's figure out how we can do that or how you can do that from like a goal standpoint. But yeah, I mean, you're probably using a lot of these platforms multiple ways. So there are ways to kind of differentiate what you do and where, you know, what you post about and where. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there are ways to work through that. So, you know, some people, you know, just use one platform, a couple, you know, use use a certain amount of platforms for just kind of this networking or building or marketing or brand stuff and then maybe they just use like their Facebook or whatever for like family picture or all that kind of stuff. So there's ways to work into how to compartmentalize this for yourself and how to how to how to just like appropriately put your energy and effort into things um, because I come because I I think why I I identify so much with people or I think people come to me of Katie I see you you know take, making videos of yourself or you're talking about things and there are so many other people who are either in corporate environments or who have something they want to do, like side hustle, or want to build, put out more information about this, this thing they've started, or, but they feel like they have to do it in a certain way, or this prescribed way that people, you know, like everybody else has it figured out. We're all learning this stuff. Like, I, 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 you know, they're like, I'm not gonna do it right, whatever right means. Or, so, so there's ways to make it work for yourself, whether that is having to navigate like the personal versus the brand, or you know, the person personal versus like marketing a thing or a service or a whatever. Or if it's you know, I don't want people will come to you know, I always like. It, I love it, but when people are like, I don't want to, you know, I see, you know, they'll mention like a person, I'm like, I see them doing this, and I do not want to do that. And I'm like, great, let's not do that. Like, you can do it however you want to freaking do it. 
can use it. There's not any set way. There are best practices and whatever, and there are good platforms for certain things, yes. But you can use these things. These are just tools. And you can use them and be empowered by them and really be able to go off and do your thing with them and can and like make magic happen because what happens is if you are and that's what I love to do and so I coach people I have a coaching program where you know uh, where, yes I do manage social media for people and, and I do you know consult like bigger brands but my coaching program is super fun because in three months, I basically empower a business leader or a brand, you know, a kind of an entrepreneur, service-based brand. We go through and build out their whole strategy, everything from like the higher level, you know, you know, what platforms, you know, your content calendar, your content schedule, your your um, you know pillars, your content pillars, like all of that stuff, engagement strategy, all this stuff. But also like the tactical, like what buttons to press to like tag somebody on LinkedIn, like all that. I love that. Like I want to empower somebody to go off and be their own marketing magic maker. And so, so because there is nothing more fun than feeling like you have something and you own something, you understand something. Like people get so overwhelmed by all the things to do, and so. So let's like make a make a unique solution for yourself based on all the factors you're coming into this with. Like, you know, you're busy with like if you have you know, a corporate job and you're the side hustler, but this is like your main thing. I know entrepreneurship, like you're doing everything. So I understand what it is to like be pulled in all these different directions and not have time to be posting, you know, TikToks and reels and, and putting together all this, you know, super detailed content. So let's figure out a way to make that efficient for yourself, to make that optimized for yourself, to to build that into your regular weekly routine. So it's 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 a it's a not a hair pulling out situation. It's a it's a situation where it's ease, it's regularity, it's connect it's you're creating connection points through your content. And it's just a part of your overall business um, and your brand. So let's make that work for you and put together like your whole jam. And so you can go off and do it and be like, yes, I got this now. Like, let's do this. Um, so I don't I ever want people to think like they have to do it a certain way. You do not. You can make it for yourself. You can be on any platform and build an audience. You can be, you can do any, I mean, it might take more time than others, but fine. Like if you have an absolute hate for a certain platform, because that's another thing I'll hear is like, Katie, I cannot stand, you know, fill in the blank platform. Like, I absolutely cannot go on that platform. I'm like, we don't have to. I don't, like, I'm not trying to have you hating everything every day if you don't want to do it. Like, let's figure out what your strengths are. Because, I mean, it comes back to the individual or the, 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 you know, what gifts do you have? Are you a, you know, we all communicate in various ways. We all have ways we communicate. Just because you don't want to do this certain thing doesn't mean you can't use any of these platforms. Like, you might write really well. You might have ideas you just spew off in your brain and, you know, we can capture those on, on, you know, on paper and, like, build out post-text copy, you know, copy posts. Um, you know, you might be a curator of information about your industry. Like, what articles you're reading? What podcasts do you listen to? What inspires you? 
you know, what, like, there's ways to get out things that are just naturally, you're naturally drawn to, your natural gifts are, your natural strengths are, and, and then share those with others. So it's, um, it's, it's really just all about putting messaging and expertise and goodness of service into the world and this is in, in the digital online space social media is an amazing place to do that yeah but that's awesome to hear i guess <clears throat> one thing i would like to do in these like conversations is we always take time to or like you know thinking about what answer we're going to have or what question we're going to ask or whatnot but in a conversation we never really have a chance to kind of just like pause and, and stop to think um, so I like to have um, just a quick 30 second one minute pause where we just don't do anything we can think about whatever um, we want I'm um, just kind of reflect on what we have talked about so far um, and then at the end of that pause I'll ask you to ask me a question um, since I really believe that the questions that people ask is a one is another way to understand how they think uh, and so I'll let you ask me a question and we can keep the conversation rolling from there. All right, anything uh, come to mind? <laughs> Yes. What was that identity, and then like, what is it now? Yeah. For you. Sure. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's. I didn't know this initially when I started my like coaching business, but after a few months, and only recent insight is. I, am, the target demographic that I'm helping, right now is essentially the person that I was maybe a few couple of years ago. And so I definitely resonate with that. And I think that's like the general coaching stereotype slash like cliche, right? You, you, you coach the person that you were five years ago, whatever that number is. Yeah. And so I definitely resonate with that um, because I was a young 
professional who worked at a corporate job doing consulting, um, like good on paper, probably what my parents wanted me to do. Um, and I was on pace to, you know, keep growing in that role, etc. Um, but that didn't really like excite me. And so, so I went through basically a, um, a, I didn't know back then, but basically a quarter life crisis of like, is this what I want to be doing? Are these the people that I want to be hanging out with? Not in a bad way, but just like, there, I think there's more. There's more for me. There's more potential I can realize. So that was who I was. And then starting to, um, like, like you mentioned, like gratitude journaling for on your end, like that was one of the things that I started doing, just kind of free-form journaling as well, just writing out my thoughts, emotions, etc., and really, really understanding who I am now and what I want to do. And like under, understanding myself better, my previous self and my current self, is almost a way to better help the people that I want to help as well. Right, because once I, if I have more clarity about myself right now and myself who was three years ago, then inherently that's going to have a better target audience You know, when you write out the characteristics or qualities or traits of that ideal client avatar, then it's more you know, honed in and targeted in. And so I've definitely found that to be um, like helpful of so I, I think in most most cases, whether it's business, life, relationships, etc., I think it's um, if there's clarity on who, knowing, at least directionally, on who we are, um, then I think everything else will work itself out. Like professionally, like okay, yeah, I don't mind spending 40 to 50 hours a week working on one specific thing, like social media or marketing or um, you know whatever it is for anyone, because it's in alignment with what who they are and what they want to do and their values. And so I think that's one of the big things that I've found as well of people who are in a quarter life crisis or any, any life crisis I would say is the either one, they don't know their values or they don't know how to align what they do with those values or like the awareness to understand what they're doing to say, hey, this is not in alignment with my values because it's just been what they've been taught by society or just like, oh yeah, I go to college, I get a job, then I get married, then I have kids, and I buy a house, and then all that stuff. And like, that's, that could be, you know, that's an amazing life as well. For, um, for, but if you don't identify those values and then still do that, then there's a potential for misalignment later compared to if that is in alignment with your values, then you almost feel more resonated to, yeah, I like, I want to, you know, um, I want to have a family. I want to um, be in a big company that has a lot of impact. And those, so like, so inherently, I don't think a corporate job is bad. I don't think like anything is like good or bad. It's just like, is it in alignment with who you want to be? And then if it is, then do it. If it's not, then find a way to um, adjust that course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see um, what's coming up for me when you say that is like a permission of like yourself you know what you can offer other people is the realization of like the permission to 
explore that or realize why, like, you know, the feeling probably comes up first, like, I'm, you know, this job, I'm like, I'm not really down with it, or, you know, like, what's going on, like, there's a friction here, whatever, and I think, you know, you going before, or, or you, you going through at the time, it's like coming to this realization that you have permission to even ask those questions of yourself. And then now, maybe you asking your client, like, yeah, like you giving permission to other people to ask those questions. Because I feel like you don't even know those are questions you can ask sometimes. Yeah. Like, do I like this? Or I'm just supposed to. Like, there's no, like, there's no question. Like you're just going along by the prescribed thing that was handed to you. Yeah. Uh, you know, parents, whatever. Or this is just what I'm supposed to do. And yeah, there's this like realization of like, yeah, and then and it hits like a value or like it's going up against something. You're like, why does this not feel good? Or why is this not? Because it's hitting. It's probably going against like a value you didn't maybe didn't even realize you had. Or. Um, yeah. Yeah, like you can just even ask, like, is this what I want? I think it's huge. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure you've probably encountered it with, uh, with like brands because I actually think it's, even though I would say more companies go through that process than individuals, I feel like the, in, the individual level, the scope of an individual, is much less complex than a brand. Um, Maybe similar if it's a solopreneur. Um, but like, you know, if you have multiple people, just inherently there's more complexity with trying to identify a brand and values and pillars and all these types of things, right? Where you're trying to incorporate, all right, this is not, these are the people that are working with it, but those are people are, those connected, but also not necessarily connected with the brand because the brand is its own entity, etc. right? Versus someone, one person, like theoretically, being able to have personal values should be the easiest scope of how to find values. But it's probably, I would say, the least done or least executed compared to that. So I'm like, I was just like seeing the similarities of finding our personal values, finding our personal message that we want to share, um, and then seeing the overlap of that with what you do on, on a brand level. Like, it's like, how do you see the, is there any like, I'm sure there's like personal transformation as well since you do work a lot with like solopreneurs and smaller businesses. How do you see, what is the overlap there between the brand transformation and any like personal transformation? Yeah. There's a, there's a, it's, I've never, I don't think I've ever said this, but what I've identified is, I don't, I don't know why I'm being, I, I don't know why this came up for me. I don't even know if it really answers your question, but I, I just want to mention it because what I've identified is, which is super fun, and I, I need a way to capture this, is people reach out like, Katie, I need, I need help. I need you, I need help, something, you know, some form of that. And then we'll get on a call. And, and I'm, you know, I'm just learning about them, learning about what's going on, either, you know, bigger company or solopreneur or personal brand. And I, like, like, that's all I want. Like, that's all I want is just to learn about people and to learn what the problem is, like, what is going on. And, and you know, it'll, you know, it'll, it'll seem like a good fit, or maybe it won't. I don't know. Multiple, you know, there's multiple different, you know, uh, outcomes. But 
I'll see, and sometimes I'll hear back for you know, and I'll call and it's great. And then I'll see them start on their own. Like go off and do like start posting and start like doing and I don't know what this is, but it's like they took like this one action. It was like they were finally moved to take one action, like even just like DMing me or reaching out to me or like and and then like even the bigger action of like getting on a call to like make something happen about it. And I feel like even just that little bit of momentum, which was probably huge on their side, like actually taking a step to do something, you know. And then I don't hear from them, nothing. And I don't, like, I want the, the like, I am not hounding people. Like, I, it's, I'm very, like, organic, fluffy, whatever happens, happens kind of thing. And then I'll see them start to like do things that we talked about or that they said they wanted to do. And it was just that one act. I'm like, brilliant. It's just, all it took was them to just like take action. And now they feel like, hey, I've done something. And they got this motivation, like this rhythm going. I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they, I, I'm just like, you know, I'll sometimes even like send a message like, yes, amazing. Like, good for you. You just did it. And so many times people don't even need my, like, I don't. Like, you truly do not need my help. Like, I don't know. You don't. You just need to try. Like, that's, like, the majority of the battle is just doing something. Just putting something out there. Just freaking post something. I don't care. <laughs> like, just do it. And you will find and you will glean and you will understand and you will just start learning these baby steps. Like, what happens? It's really just, like, doing it. And so, whatever. So, I will see that sometimes of, like, this, this this feeling stuck and not knowing what to do and then they'll like just take one action of just like call give me on a call and then they'll go off and like start um, but from a like from your stand, from your question standpoint of so many times you're right people don't even they, they want to they they want to I think they come into business or um, doing things to make money like that's a huge motivator which is very valid like, yeah. <laughs> 100% and I think that was the first initial maybe thought or spark or like foundation for what they're doing and then they realize like that's not enough from a from just sustaining anything standpoint, like yeah, we all want to make money, uh, but but that's not going to continue your motivation around something. And then and then that that's not enough from a marketing standpoint, or to like put things out into the world to connect with people because people can sniff that out. Like you're not putting depth, you're not putting like what's behind that soul or energy, like. It's a very surface level thing, and people like in your marketing, in your messaging, in your content efforts, it's just very transparent. If you're coming at things from like a just make money standpoint, so you truly do. I, I've you know I've, I've had conversations, and I've even gone in and led workshops with, with businesses of putting together collective values or collective like mission collective like brand position and statements of of why the why like why are we here 
why are, you know, why are you doing this? Like, there's always something deeper that, that maybe they haven't uncovered, or they haven't just even just, like, taken the time to lay out, or think through, or just this, this collective energy, and, and building from this, like, then, so, like, like yeah, let's make money, but, but what's the why behind what you're doing? And then let's build that into the content and build that into who you're trying to connect with. Uh, because you're, those people are out there that resonate with that stuff. Anybody will resonate, like anybody will resonate with just a general message that's very rooted in, you know, just selling a service, selling a thing, whatever. But if you can build in some, like, value, if you can build in some collective mission, then you can really give people something to sink their teeth into and to gravitate toward and to, to resonate with. Um, so I have seen that transformation of people giving thought to their why. And it's a, it's a kind of jarring thing because that's why I start with a lot of people I work with of let's build, what's your brand statement like what is your mission why are you here and to put that on paper is a brand new thing for people and a lot a lot of times even if you're a person you know even if you're a personal brand like you know what are you representing what are you doing why are you here uh so all that seeps through in your writing and you know the way you show up all of that seeps through so you, you need to come with it everything you do for the why, why am I doing this, and the why should somebody receive this, like what are they getting out of it, um, so yeah, it's just a very, it's a deeper thing, and then, yeah, from a, from a more organizational brand standpoint, yeah, bringing that, um, bringing, bringing, rooting that back down into that messaging that happens so many times, like, I, I've, I've, uh, it, uh, I don't, I don't know the true like common thread of, of answering your question with this anecdotal uh, thing that happened, but I did a personal brand workshop for a nonprofit organization and went in and you know all their all their employees um, and it was at first I did it for their leadership um, and the, so that was a more intimate kind of eight people I think and then the and then came was asked back and came back you know, several weeks later for their all team kind of meeting and uh, maybe like 40 people all in a circle and we and yeah I worked them through what their value personal values are so like everybody treated up to this nonprofit but like there's when they step into it when they come into work when they're out in the community like helping people whatever like you're bringing all that with you so like and, and none of them had, well, I can't say that. The majority of them had not given thought to who they are from a, from a, like a value standpoint at work or, you know, just in their life. And, and, and so, like, we, I worked through this, this whole, um, this whole, you know, exercise and we put on paper kind of their values and, you know, who they are as people. And then it was, oh my God, it was so awesome. It, and then we did this around, um, it, it just like it just brought up so much. So then we, everybody was in a circle, and then we went one by one where the person next to them had to, you know, tell them what their 
grateful for for that person. So like each person had to turn to the next and turn to the next and turn to the next and turn to the next. And telling, you know, people knew each other on different levels. Like some people were working together for years. Some like just met because, you know, they had been remote or whatever. Like, and just something that they were grateful for about them. I mean, the tears, the emotion, the like level of like coming together and, um, and then figuring out how to bring that out into their content and their messaging. Like, it, it truly does have to start from like the individual and the person and the, you know, what are you representing? Why are you here? And just really giving thought into those things, uh, I think are invaluable to, you know, to represent anything. Mm, yeah, I love that. The, <clears throat> towards the beginning of that, you said, about like seeing the the glow on people when like when they post when they go outside their comfort zone it's just like it's that coach's high that I've only started to experience Ooh, nice. yeah and it's like oh yeah like it's it's amazing to see that that breakthrough that transformation you know whether it, it is that one action or if it's over the course of you know days weeks months but it's definitely and I would say addicting <laughs> like feeling just like yeah it's like being a catalyst for someone's like change uh, there's almost no better feeling right and so and then with like the 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 values piece of it it's um so like we started the the laundry lab the laundromat brand the franchise brand during the middle of covid during that summer of 2020 and so we already had the pickup and delivery business of two laundry and so we so it was like a group of like four to five of us who basically incubated this new brand. And so like me being on the marketing team, I was able to, um, with me and my manager, like we were the ones responsible for setting the, um, like the purpose, the mission, the values of these. And those are still like the values that we have today. Those are on the website. Those are, you know, um, one of the main things that, you know, the leaders and founders talk about in terms of why franchisees would want to buy in. So it's like when we do do that exercise at the beginning or even maybe later of a brand's life, it's it's cool to see the trickle-down effect that it has and why people buy in. Because people who are making, for us, like million to million and a half dollar investments, they're, obviously their business model has to make sense. But aside from that, it's like the people, it's the culture, it's the who and the the values of what we stand for and so our values of accountability community and excellence we're able to um you know show that um not just talk about it but hopefully show that in our interaction with them our interaction with our customers and like it being in our corporate and you know laundromats and everywhere else and so yeah it's like it's in addition to like that coach is high from a seeing someone break through, it's, always, it's also there's like a high in seeing the, the effect, I would say, at least for me, of all right, here are the values and here is pushed out to the world um, for everyone to see and the, the effects of that. Yeah. And, yeah. Do you, um, this, do you I, I think it's a fascinating conversation of like this thought and this, this fear and this toughness to, to stand for something of like to cut through like what, what truly do we stand for 
And I think people have such a hard time. So I'm curious, you know, like your your stance on this or your you know kind of experience. Of, I think people are scared to kind of like either identify or you know uh, hone in on because they feel like maybe they're they're you know. They want to be for the, all the people, you know, and, and I don't yeah. know, like, it's, you know, so it's kind of, it's this hard thing of like, well, if we narrow, you know, hone in too much, are we losing, you know, valuable, you know, footing or are we losing potential customers? Like, I don't know, there's just like that whole place is, is tough for people to get to. And then, yeah, and then identifying what you do kind of stand for. And so it's, but it's so powerful. I'm curious, like, your thoughts on any of that. Yeah, like the... Yeah, it's almost tough to like, like what you say, it's it's a powerful exercise to actually not just talk about it, but see it written down on paper yeah. and even more so on a public space like a website. It's like, yeah, no, these are my values. These are, this is the brand mission. And yeah, I think it takes some, some courage to do that, but also some introspection personally and on a brand level, like collectively. And I, and I think that is a exercise that maybe many of us are not like accustomed to, and I wasn't for for the longest time. Like I didn't want to, because again, it was it was going outside that comfort zone. For you know, some people, it's like posting on social media is outside of the comfort zone until they do it, and then it's like, oh yeah, this is not as bad as I thought. Or maybe it was scary, and then maybe you need you know a coach like yourself to help you coach through that or whatever it is. Um, and so, um, yeah. So and then the other aspect of it is like from a, like the value standpoint, I. One thing I heard about and I resonate with now is like the, there's like difference in the values that we want to espouse and live by and then the current values that we have. Um, and then the other way to look at it is values are not what we strive for, but our, our floor. And so they are our least common denominator. And so it's like, it's not like, oh, I will be accountable. Like, I, oh, I have to be accountable in the situation or... I have to be excellent in the situation. It's like, no, it's like everything we do is automatically excellent. Otherwise, it's not a value inherently. And so like that, that's almost like when I heard that, I was like, it just flipped my mindset of what a personal or a brand value is. I was like, yeah, it, the value should be inherent within everything that we do, think, say, interact with um, as well. And it's like one thing I've kind of found personally is, like, I, let's say I value my health. I think I, I want to shift this, but I think I value novelty maybe a little bit more. At least in my my actions speak louder than my words. Or what do you mean by that? so like so for example, my so let's say I want to eat out, right? If, so if I'm in a new like area of town or a new city, I will value the factor of being in a new city of trying a different food, even if it's like unhealthy or whatever, over the aspect of eating healthy, because I I'm in a novel place. Right, or I want to try a different experience, even though it may be unhealthy for you know for my body or for my mind, whatever it is. Um, and so, like, I think starting to identify that because, like, for example, our workplace, we have accountability and community and excellence as our three values, and I think those are three great values to strive for. I think also inherent in our actions that we take are also like values of let's say like scrappiness because we're you know, from a startup base or um, like almost hustling, like working, sometimes working harder than working smarter, right? Um, 
and maybe not you know, like doing things that don't scale. But now we're in a position, especially going to next year, where we need to scale. So now we need to put those systems and processes into place so that we do scale because we're almost past that point of doing things that don't scale. And so it's almost identifying those values. And I think values can shift over time as well. I think they're fluid and they almost have to be as we grow as a person or as we grow as a company, brand, small business or whatever have you. So it's, I think, interesting to see those, um, the, the values that we strive for and the values that our, action, our actions say what our values are and then the differences between those and how to reconcile that and then and how do we put it in a place where the values that we strive for are actually not ones we strive for but actually inherent in what we do. So that was a long-winded answer and comment but it's interesting and you're right like thing, things I'm here. Do change. The values do change, and I think it's it's hard, especially when you're like collectively coming together to build out like a, you know brand's value. It's yeah, you, you have so many different people coming into it, so many different you know, you know areas, you know perspectives and. You all have to buy in, so yeah, it's it's truly a process, and an exercise of like, yeah, what collectively can we all stand on, and what collectively can we all get behind, and collectively can all you know identify with, and and, and then put out into the world and tell people about, it. yeah, like yeah, it's this, it's it's strong. Um, to do that, and I think, yeah, I think it's a myth that people don't take time. Although, I mean, especially those like building building businesses. I mean, it's not like the it's not like you have a lot of time, but I think it's so valuable to just really like, understand what you stand for and to make sure you're communicating that because that's the that's the stuff that matters. I mean, that's the reason why people will think of you or think think. Think you know want you or you know, do different things for with your business because you stand for something that like connects with them. Um, yeah. 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 I guess switching topics towards the end here. Is there anything from you mentioned this at the beginning, so I'm going to bring it full circle with your gratitude journal. So anything outside of social media and brand and stuff like that. Is there anything that you practice on a daily, weekly, you know, some sort of consistent basis that has allowed you to connect deeper with, with yourself, with, you know, those that you love? Yeah, definitely. Um, yes, 100%. I, well, I'm, you know, I'm prayer, you know, I'm very heavy on, you know, connecting to a deeper, you know, spiritual level. So I think that's just so major for what I been able to accomplish, been able to do. I mean, on a regular basis, I think it grounds me. I, you know, stand fully in that. Um, but with the gratitude, I mean, just getting down to like tactical kind of what I do um, during COVID and during the pandemic, it was just so heavy. I mean, of course, and and you know, doing like working in social and brand journalism for a healthcare organization, where it's just like unbelievable and um so i was just going through like you know you know just wanting some 
depth and meaning and more, uh, I went through this exercise of envisioning, you know, ideal life stuff, like anything in this world possible, like the most lavish, the most deep, whatever. And so I wrote that on paper of um, what that looked like, 10 years, what that looked like. I, I need to pull up the paper, but I think it, I'm pretty sure it looked like private island, yacht, you know, like the whole thing, and, uh, but also, you know, vacation, you know, like being able to do experiences and things with my family, like all these things, and, you know, it was very much, a lot of it was rooted in, you know, kind of capitalism stuff, but, uh, <laughs> but it was, like, it was, it was joy and meaning and all these things, and then I built out, you know, what had to be true now for those to happen. And uh, so it's 10 things that have to be true now uh, for those to happen. And um, every day I write those same things, the same 10 things over and over underneath my gratitude little section of my journal. And so for all, you know, all, one of them is, you know, I am an entrepreneur. Back when I started this, I was not. Um, you know, I have financial freedom. You know, I still don't, but, you know, that's one thing that has to be true for me to be able to do these things. Uh, all of, you know, it's multiple things. Um, you know, I'm an exceptional mom and I'm an exceptional wife. Like, those are, those are some of them. So, um, all that to say is that, you know, I had like a critical moment of, you know, building. So, you know, I identified that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, that I wanted to have a business. And that, that was a, you know, a thing for me uh, that I wanted. And so I was building to that and then writing, you know, that I am that every day. And uh, it got to a point where I was thinking, okay, I think it's getting to a time where I need to, you know, put in my notice and like really do this. And that was terrifying. And uh, I got, you know, this is going to like get to a very, you know, specific thing. But um, so I, I, work, you know, I was working through that, and I put a date on. I bought a calendar off of Amazon so I could have a physical calendar on my de or on my wall. And you know, I circled the date that I was going to be going to be my last day. And then I. Um, and then I was like, oh, okay, let me circle the date that I need to put in the notice. And then I was like, Xing off the days and all these things, so like back into it. So like, so my therapist at the time was like, Katie, you need to put a date on calendar and do it. And so that's what I did. Then, so still every day, putting together this journal, putting, you know, writing these 10 same things over and over. I am an entrepreneur, I am have financial freedom, all these things. And every day, like opening my journal, doing this in the morning, and then going about my day. And I'm scared out of my mind to put in my notice, right? So the day is coming, and that morning where I need to call my boss to put in my my um, notice because I've circled it on my calendar because that's like my you know whatever. I open my journal; it's the last page on the journal. Wow! I was like, I was still questioning. I was like, the night before, I'm like, am I doing this, guy? Like, what am I doing? Oh my god, this is terrifying. Do I do this? Do I do this? And I get up that morning, open the journal, I'm like, holy, this is it. So I, you know, I'm like, this is it. This is it. So that's that's what I do because I truly think there are moments like that. If you are intentional and put meaning and depth behind things you do, you will get moments like that of like you're on the right track. You 
get like these little universe little tickles. You get these like little downloads from heaven, whatever. I'm like, you're on the right track. You're doing it, whatever it is. And I still, to this day, I don't know if like entrepreneurship is my everything. I don't know. But I'm doing it. I know I'm supposed to be doing this right now. And nothing can tell me otherwise. But still, anyway, that all that to say that, um, yeah, you really do have to build in like practices and meaning and intentionality into your life to be able to be open to like like things like things that will, will tell you things like this information as you go about your life of like oh somebody said you know I'm really good at this why is that you know just like moments to think and process yeah that's awesome yeah it's yeah it's I hadn't heard about the uh, the ten things for for that to be true so I've, I've done a similar exercise actually of like that ten years from now and then like like a one, one and a half year thing from now um, as well. But I haven't done the uh, the 10 things for it to be true. I might have to add that because I'm sure that it adds a little bit of like, all right, it's like, it's more a little bit, maybe a little bit more tactical. Like I know I'm an entrepreneur. I know I have financial freedom. I'm So then it's like almost like a checklist of ways to see, oh yeah, I'm making progress. Even though I may not know how exactly I'm reaching those one year or 10 year vision, it's, I know I'm reaching those goals. Um, in some way, right? Yeah. It's putting just putting the intention out there, and I think everything yes. else will happen. Yes, <laughs> truly, it's just identifying yeah. yourself, just like your values, just like your like everything. It's just like putting on paper, putting some like yeah, words behind yeah. it. Yeah, like words are truth. Just put it out there. Love that. Um, as we finish up here, is there anything that's else on your mind, Katie, or um, anywhere where people can find you to reach out to connect? Well, obviously social media. Yeah, so. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, I think we've, we've run the gamut here with like, uh, I've loved this conversation. Yeah, but definitely find me on social, I'm on most platforms, Katie McKeever, K-A-T-I-E, M-C-K-I-E-V-E-R. Find me. I have um, every week, which I love to do. It's like my baby in a way, my digital baby is... Uh, Every week I put out the latest social media news to use, weekly email. So I send it out to my email list. It's like latest updates on the platforms. Like I keep up with it so other people don't have to because I'm obsessed with it. It's like, you know, I probably shouldn't be so as involved as I am, but it's so fun. And I, you know, keep up with like all the latest and greatest and just like kind of take away that overwhelm for people because it, it truly can be overwhelming. I mean, every day there's a new thing, a new update, whatever. Uh, so that's something on any of my social media platforms. It's in the link in my bio. You can, you know, get on my email list. I would love to, you know, send that out to as many people as possible because that's like I put, I love pouring into that email. To so much information. So yeah, I appreciate the time together here. Love that, and I just want to vouch, vouch for Katie here. I subscribed to that newsletter a couple months ago, and for per like for my coaching business and for for work, since I'm in the marketing field, it's definitely helpful and applicable for both cases there. So um, amazing work, and I'll, I I continue to read those articles, like the quick things about Twitter, about Instagram, about TikTok, whatever, and it's applicable everywhere. So appreciate all the work that you do there. Thank you. For yeah. <laughs> yeah, and obviously, amazing conversation. Um, and yeah, thank you for listening to another episode of Size Eyes in the Casually Profound series. And I will see y'all next time.